Again, we're so privileged and so honored to have you connect with us this morning here at Power Church. We're doing something a little bit different, but we wanted to have church anyway. So we pray that you've been able to sense the spirit that we sense in this place, right there where you are. There's nothing like the presence of God. So we pray that this has been a, bless, a blessing for you, and uh, we may get ready to hear his word this morning, and I know that you're going to be blessed. If you have your Bibles, you can open it to the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and we're going to be reading from verse 21 through to verse 23. Colossians, chapter 1, and we're going to read from verse 21 through to verse 23. And I just want to share just for a few minutes the message entitled, Continue in Faith. Continue in Faith. In the midst of where the world finds itself right now, as believers, we are not exempt of what is going on. We are not exempt by the things that are taking place. But I want to encourage you this morning to continue strong in your faith. And I believe that you're going to be blessed by this word. The, the word of the Lord says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 21, And you, who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now He has reconciled you in the body of His flesh through His death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in His sight. I want you to hear that again. He wants to present us holy blameless and above reproach in his sight. And then he says the following, if, if I will present you holy, blameless and above reproach in his sight, if, there is an if there. So the if is the condition. What follows will be the condition. He says, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I want to read that again, verse 23. If indeed you continue in the faith, if you continue in the faith, grounded, stay grounded in the faith, and settled in the faith, and not moved away from the hope. There is, a, there is an endeavor to unsettle us. There is an endeavor to shift us. There is an endeavor to move us away from our blessed hope. But this morning, I want to encourage you that we stay grounded, that we stay settled, and that we become immovable in our faith, that we continue in our faith. This is not a time to waver. This is not a time to be careless and to be casual. Notice that the word of the Lord says we must continue in the faith. Continue in the faith. That, that faith that you have on the inside of you that was deposited there by God. That divine faith. A piece of God's faith. The word of the Lord says that God has given to every man a measure, the measure of faith. It's a measure that, of his faith, a portion of his faith 
that he gives to us when we are born again, when our, when our spirit is born again, he gives us a portion of his faith. Think about that. His faith, so that then you and I can live this Christian life. Amen. So that we can walk by faith, so we can live by faith, so that we can have victory by faith, so that we can move mountains by faith. Because even to please God, we cannot do it outside of faith. He's a rewarder of those that seek Him in faith. Everything we attain as a believer, we attain it by faith. By faith. So therefore, God deposited on the inside of us faith. A measure. Every one of us got the same measure when we were born again. Then it's up to you and I to develop that original faith, to mature it, to grow it, to use it, to be victorious so that we can live this life effectively and powerfully as a man and a woman of God, by faith, attaining, by faith, moving mountains, by faith, receiving our healing, by faith, faith. And so it's that precious faith that the, that is, that the devil endeavors to take away from us. There is a war on our faith. The Bible says in Luke 18, 8, when the Son of Man comes... Shall he find faith on the earth? Now think about that. There's, a, there's this war on our faith. The devil hates the faith of God on the inside of you and me. Because he knows as long as we stay in faith, as long as we use our faith, he can do nothing to us. So he's coming for that faith. He's coming for that gold on the inside of you. It's like, I look at faith, like, you know, I like soccer, I like to play football, soccer or you can say rugby league, and faith is the ball. It's the ball. The enemy's trying to take the ball off you. You know, I, I, I played soccer when I was younger. I wish I could still play. I'm a little bit older now. I'm sure I could, but I wouldn't be as fast as I was, even though I, I don't believe I've lost my touch. But the, 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 in soccer, the idea is that the opposition team is trying to take the ball off you. And you position yourself to protect that ball, to shield that ball. You, you, you take care of that ball. You, you're trying to score goals with that ball. And the, the, the opposition team endeavors to take that ball away from you. It's, it's, it's what's precious to the other team. It's what's precious to you, the ball. That ball. They're coming after that ball. Well, the enemy... He's after our faith. He's after that precious faith on the inside of us. And it's up to us to guard it and to protect it, to shield it, to use it to score goals, to use it to, to advance. But he's always coming. The, the adversary, you're always coming. We're, we're in a battle. We're, we're in, this is not you know, just some little Sunday afternoon picnic. We're in a battle. He's, he's after our faith. And that's why the apostle Paul said, Continue in the faith. If you continue in the faith. Hallelujah. Grounded and settled. Being not moved away from your hope. This is not a time. This is not a time to neglect our faith. This is a time to get our faith stronger. 
This is a time to develop our faith. This is a time to protect our faith because by faith, we're going to get through whatever it is that we find ourselves in. And by faith, we're going to advance and we're going to conquer and we're going to get through this in Jesus' name by faith. But if we can get our faith, then we start walking in our feelings. Then we start walking in our sight. Then we start walking by what we're thinking. Then we allow our senses to dictate to us our reactions and our actions. I, I, I choose today, and I encourage you to choose today, that I'm going to continue in faith. I'm going to be grounded. I'm going to be settled. I'm not moving. I'm not moving from my place. You know, I wrote something here that you can tell God today. I wrote this last night. You can tell God this. I'm not going nowhere, God. Tell God I'm not going anywhere. And you can tell the, the enemy as well, I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. No matter what's going on right now, no matter what I'm up against, no matter the, the fear that is filling the land today, if we're not careful, it will get on the inside of us. We need to stand up and we need to say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving. Wow, what, what, what a powerful declaration that would be to make today. God... I'm not going nowhere. God, I'm not moving. I, uh, no, no, I, I know who I am. I know who my God is. And I'm going to continue in faith. This is not a time for us to be casual and careless about our faith. This is not a time to be casual and careless about our faith. This is not a time to have a she'll be right attitude about our faith. Oh, we'll, just, we'll get you know, through this and, and you know, everything's going to be all right. No, no, we've got to be intentional. We cannot be casual and careless about our faith. We've got to make sure that our faith is strong so we can continue in faith. If, if he's saying if you continue in faith means that we might not continue in faith if we're not careful. This is not a time to live of yesterday's faith. This is not a time to live of your pastor's faith. This is the time for you to determine, I'm going to continue in my faith. You know, with this, with this whole thing that has taken place today, where the majority of churches have had to do what we're doing this morning, have their services go out on Facebook Live, many are not going to be able to have personal contact with their pastor today. But this is the time for you not to live off your pastor's faith. This is a time for you to live of the faith that you have on the inside of you and to determine, I'm going to continue in faith. This is not a time to live of yesterday's faith. This is not a time to be ne ne neglectful and half-hearted concerning our faith. Amen. We cannot be neglectful. We cannot be half-hearted concerning our faith. This is not a time, now listen to this, this is not a time to change our position on our faith. Now think about that. Because he's going to try to move us. This is not a time to change our position on faith. This is not a time to change our position on our convictions. This is not a time to start revising and changing God's word. This is not a time to shift on our belief system. This is not a time to say, oh, well, maybe God is not with me. No, 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 no. This is not a time to say, you know, oh, maybe I, I, I'm going to get this or I'm going to get that. Maybe, maybe I've, I've come this far to die. No, this is not a time for you and I to change our position. Oh, maybe, you know, God's, 
God's not going to provide for me. No, no. My God shall provide all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Don't change your position on that faith statement. It's not a time to change our position because the devil's going to try to change our position on faith because he's coming for that faith. And this is not a time to turn back on our faith. This is not a time to take our hands off and say, you know what, I, I, I don't want to get too serious with this faith thing. There's so much going on around me. I, I feel ill-equipped. I, I feel like I cannot do this. No, no, this is not a time to turn back on your faith. This is the time to continue in the faith. The word continue means to remain, to persevere, to stay right where you are, to keep walking in the right direction. I want to encourage you this morning through this simple message that you make a decision that I'm going to remain in my faith, that I'm going to persevere. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up on God. I'm not going to give up on His Word. I'm not going to give up on my faith. I'm staying right where I am. I'm going to continue. I'm going to persevere. Hallelujah. I'm going to, I'm going to keep walking in the right direction. There are many all around us today questioning God. There are many that are ready to throw in the towel. There are many that are changing their position. They're not continuing. We must remain. Stay grounded and settled in the faith, the apostle said. This is a time where everything that we have been taught and received concerning God's word, we must put it into practice. Did you hear that? This is a time where everything that we have learned from God, everything we have read in His Word, everything that our pastor has taught us, this is a time to use it. This is a time to watch it work. Amen. The word grounded, be grounded. So he says, if you continue in the faith, if you remain, if you persevere, if you continue walking in the right direction concerning your faith, and also if you stay grounded, the word grounded means to, literally means foundation. It means the foundation on where a, a, a building is built upon, a basis. In other words, what he's saying is that your faith would have a foundation, that your faith would have a basis, that your, that, your, that your Christian life is built on a strong foundation. Put your roots in. Keep your foundation strong. And then he says, if you be settled, can you say settled right there where you are? Well, how we need to be settled today. How we need to be settled. He says settled, which means immovable steadfast, and another word there means to sit. Wow. By faith, settled. It, it, it's talking about a posture of rest. I know in whom I have believed. There's all this going on around me. There's, maybe there's problems in your finances. Maybe the, there's, the enemies come after your children. Maybe your marriage is suffering. Maybe, maybe you yourself are having thoughts of, of failure, thoughts of fear. Fear is gripping you. But by faith, you can be settled. You can rest in God. 
And you can say, I know in whom I have believed. All things work together for good to them that love God. Do you love God today? Well, then believe that all things work together for good. I'm settled. I'm settled. You know, you, you, you know when you say to someone, settle down. You know, you got, you got your, your son or your daughter running around, running around. They're agitated. They're agitated. They're running around. They're nervous. And you, and you as a father say, hey, settle down. What are you saying? Relax. You're saying, just breathe. I want to say to you this morning, just settle in your faith. Everything's going to be all right. God is with us. And if God is with us, who or what can be against us? Amen. What the devil is endeavoring to do to cause evil, if we stay settled, God will turn it around for our good. Amen. And we're going to come through this stronger. We're going to come through this better. Amen. And God is going to have all the glory. Amen. And we're going to be able to to declare with our mouth that we have come through the battle in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So you've got to be settled. Continue. Remain. Persevere in your faith. Be grounded. Stay. Don't move. Then he says, be settled. Rest in your faith. And then the last one he says there, do not be moved away from the hope. That word moved away is the word in the midst of trials, in the midst of affliction, in the midst of a wilderness experience, in the midst of a battle, in the midst of Fear gripping the land in the midst of, 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 of tests. He's saying, do not be moved away. Don't be moved away from faith. Don't be moved away from God's word. Don't be moved away from your belief system. Because the enemy is coming, endeavoring to move us away from our position in Christ. The word there, move, literally means to form, to form. So it has the idea that based on what is going on around me, that, that an opinion is formed on the inside of me, and because of that deformation of that opinion, I change. To change. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, <clears throat> you know, I don't believe God is with me. So we change our, we move. We move from being settled and grounded in that belief that God is with me. A prison experience, a wilderness, has a funny way of of causing the formation of wrong ideas, wrong perspectives, amen, wrong, wrong opinions about God. For example, John the Baptist, he's in jail. He's in jail. In Matthew chapter 11, this is a man who saw Jesus come and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is the man who baptized Jesus. This is the man that when he baptized Jesus, he saw with his eyes a dove come and rest on Jesus. And then the heavens opened and he heard audibly God's voice saying, This is my son. This is my son. Not, not maybe, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. 
John the Baptist heard that. So he's, he has a revelation of Jesus being the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Then he baptizes Jesus. And then he, he has an experience with God and Jesus that none of us have ever had where he saw a dove fall on Jesus and, and the Word of God audibly saying, this is my beloved son, this is my beloved son. So he knows Jesus is the one. When John the Baptist goes to prison... The prison experience can sometimes form in us an opinion that moves us. Because he, he gathers his disciples and he says, can you go and ask Jesus something? Can you go and ask Jesus something? Can you go and ask him, is he the one or do we wait for another? Well, this is the man that baptized Jesus. This is the man that said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And this is the man that heard the audible voice of God saying, This is my beloved Son. And now in prison, he's saying, Is he the one? Or do we wait and look for another? His position was changing. He was moving based on the experience that he was going through. He was in prison. And the Bible says, let him who thinks he stands watch that he does not fall. We've got to be intentional about our faith. And Jesus said, you go and tell him. I love the answer. You go and tell him, I'm still God. I'm still on the throne. The deaf are hearing. The blinded eyes are being opened. The paralyzed are walking. The dead are being raised. In other words, you tell John, I am the one that you, were, you have been waiting for. I am God. I am the healer. I'm still on my throne. And no matter, no matter you being in prison does not change who I am. I'm still God. So don't let... Don't be moved. Don't allow a formation of a lie to come on the inside of you where you begin to question God. You begin to question His Word. You begin to question long-held convictions and beliefs that you have because of the experience that we might be going through. The prophet Elijah, a mighty man of God, who called fire from heaven, raised the dead, performed great miracles, one of the greatest prophets that ever lived, he finds himself as a result of being uh, threatened with death. He finds himself sitting under a tree and saying, Lord, take my life. I've had enough. I'm no better than my father's. It is better that I would die. See, his, his experience, the, the threat of death, the fear of death, began to form in him an opinion that I'm better off dying. I'm good for nothing. I'm better than nobody else. The Apostle Paul is saying here, don't be moved away. And this is the man, he knows what he's talking about. The Apostle Paul knows what he's talking about. He, he said, I'm, in Acts, he says, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will await me there. All I know I've been receiving some prophetic words, and they're not the prophetic words that, are, that we hear so much of today. You know, oh, God's going to bless you. God's going to prosper you. God's going to open up doors for you. And that's okay, but this, this was not that kind of a prophetic word. This prophetic word was, was when you get to Jerusalem, chains and imprisonment await you. Well, that's enough to say, well, I'm not going to Jerusalem. I might as well just stay here. But not the Apostle Paul. 
He said, but none of these things move me. Hallelujah. Whoa, if we could have some men and some women, some fathers and some mothers and some families today that would stand up on their two feet, hallelujah, raise their head and would say, no matter what's going on around us, no matter what they're threatening me with at work, no matter what my finances are doing, no matter what my body is feeling, I'm going to declare none of these things move me, hallelujah. None of these things move me. Amen. What do you say? None of these things form an opinion in me that changes my belief about God. I'm going to Jerusalem. Don't be moved away from your opinion about God. But the enemy is so subtle. There is an endeavoring today to get that faith. And he does it through lies. Romans chapter 1 verse 25 says that there will be an, there will be an exchanging of, of, of the truth for a lie. I'm going to read it. Romans chapter 1 verse 25 says, People will exchange the truth of God for a lie, worshipping and serving the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forevermore. How do you think that happens? There's a subtle, there's a subtle exchange of truth for a lie. These are people that had the truth and were presented with a lie. And subtly there was an exchange Don't have part in that today. Don't exchange truth for a lie. Believe God's word. Stand on God's word. Don't move from your belief in God's word. Don't change your opinion about God. No matter what the devil is offering you today, no matter what fear the devil is trying to present to you today, no matter what what the enemy is trying to say to you today about God, he's trying to exchange truth for a lie. Say, nah, I'm not having any of that. I know in whom I have believed, and I'm not moving. None of these things move me. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts they shall heap to themselves teachers. There are teachers all over the land today, having itching ears, and they shall turn their ears away from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Don't turn your ears away from the truth. Continue in, your, in faith. Grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Stick with truth. It's so easy when, <clears throat> when we're going through a trial, when we're going through a, 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 a place of, of uh, tests and problems and pressure, so easy to accept the lie of the enemy. Don't believe the lie. Believe the truth. The Bible says the truth shall set you free. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just want to share, as I'm coming to a close in this message, in Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to verse 34. Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to verse 34. Now, everything that I've said up until now has been pointing towards this that I'm going to share with you now. Because this is a man that literally had to battle for his faith. In Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to verse 34. Look what it says. 
It says, and the Lord said, Jesus said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you. Another version says, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, listen to this, that your faith should not fail. Hallelujah. I have prayed for you. See, this, Jesus is interested about his faith. I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail in this test, that your faith will not come short in this battle, that your faith will not go wanting, that you will not waver in your faith through what you're going to go through, Peter. Simon, I'm praying for you that your faith would not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen the brethren. And I believe that's a prayer that God is praying today, that Jesus beside the Father is praying today, that your faith, that my faith would not fail. Because the truth is, the enemy is endeavoring to sift us like wheat. The enemy is endeavoring to take away our faith. Jesus is saying, I've prayed that you would continue in faith that you would stay grounded in faith, that you would be settled in your faith, that you would not be moved. Don't let go of that soccer ball. Take care of it. Protect it like precious gold. There is a battle for our faith, church. Right there where you are in your home, wherever you might be in this city, in this nation, even around the world, there's a battle for our faith today. Everything that is going on today, when it comes to the believer, it's a battle for our faith. It's the same battle that Peter had. I have prayed for you, Peter, that your faith would not fail. The devil's coming, Peter. He's desired to have you. And he's going he's gonna to sift you as wheat. How, how does the enemy sift us as wheat? How, what does he use? Because he used the same tactics with us. He's going to try to sift us as wheat. The, the, the sifting of wheat is to separate the good from the bad. Well, the enemy, the enemy does this. Now listen to this. Because there are different ways. There, there is faith that is shipwrecked. There, 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 is, there is faith that can be overthrown. There's all these... In the Bible, faith that is shipwrecked, faith that is overthrown. And for each one of these, this battle towards our faith, the devil uses different tactics. But faith that fails, because the word fail means to cease, to exist, to lack, to stop working, to be found absent. Faith that is found absent, faith that eventually ceases, is a faith that is continually bombarded or continually uh, attacked by something different to faith that is shipwrecked or faith that is overthrown. Faith that fails, the enemy does this. He tries to cause our faith to fail through, the, through these things. Afflictions, trials, tribulations, sufferings, failure, and even sin. Think about that. The devices that the enemy uses to come and cause our faith to fail 
to be found wanting. Little by little, an attack on our faith, he uses, I'm going to say it again, affliction, trials, tribulation, suffering, failure, and sin. I'm suffering. I, can't, I cannot continue. Pastor, this is too much for me. I'm battling this situation, this issue, and it's just, it's draining my faith. My, fa- my faith is found wanting. My faith is, is being depleted. The afflictions, the mourning, the hurt, the bad news. Someone says, I, n- I never get a break. I can, it just seems like I can never, never get out of the, I cannot breathe. And, and, and that faith starts to fail. Fail. That's what the enemy did with Peter. Peter said, no, I'll never do that, Jesus. He who thinks he's strong, watch that he does not fall. I'll never, I'll never deny God. The enemy knows how to come after that faith. Three times. Peter denied Jesus. His faith went wanting. His faith was absent. Are you going through afflictions today? Are there trials? Are are there tribulations? Are are you suffering today? Are you mourning? Or are you you suffering with a sin? Are you battling a sin? A hidden sin that nobody knows about? Like Naaman in the Bible, a general, a mighty warrior. But when he would take his armor off when he got home, there would be leprosy on his body. Underneath the armor, there was leprosy. There are men watching me this morning. Underneath your armor, nobody knows there's leprosy. There are women this morning watching me, mothers, wives. When you take that armor off in the secret of your home, in the secret of your bedroom, there's leprosy. There's hurt. There's pain. Feel disillusioned. There's fear, hidden fears, even because of what's going on today, what's going to happen. And that's what the devil does to cause our faith. I want to say to you today, come on. Get your faith built up this morning. Continue in faith. Be grounded in faith. Be settled in faith. And don't move away from your faith. Hallelujah. That when the enemy comes against us with afflictions, with trials, with tribulations, with sufferings, with fear, with sin, our faith is strong and we push back. Hallelujah. And we say, no, 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 no. Devil, you picked the wrong day. You picked the wrong man. I'm not going anywhere. This pain is going to be turned into gain. This morning will last for a time, but joy will come in the morning. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel that right now. Hallelujah. We need to hear this message. Satan has desired us that he may sift you. The word sift is a powerful word. It means to toss around, to agitate, to scatter, to examine closely, to separate. That's what the word sift means. Do you feel like you're being tossed around? Do you feel like you're being agitated? Do you feel like, do you feel like you're being scattered? Do you feel like you're being separated? There's a separation taking place. Do you feel like you're being examined closely like 
there's a spotlight on your life and like it's, it's, everything's just come at once. You're being sifted. There's a sifting taking place. What the enemy is trying to do is trying to sift our faith out of us. Satan wants to agitate us. He wants to toss us around in order to cause our faith to fail. He wants to get us tired and exhausted by the sifting. He wants to take us apart. He wants to move us from our convictions. And ultimately, he wants to separate us from God, from his word, from his church. Last verse. Peter found, his faith was found wanting, but thank God for mercy. Jesus of Peter, Peter, it's not all over. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Someone, the Lord's saying to someone right now, it's not all over. You failed. Your faith has been found wanting. Even in the last week, you've been questioning God. You've been saying, where are you, God? Even you've been going along with this fear. And you say, hang on a minute. God is with me now. The Lord's saying, hey, Peter, when you have returned to me, return to him. Return to Jesus today. He won't reject you. Return to me. Then you're going to be used to strengthen your brethren, Peter. God's going to use you. Return to him today. Let him strengthen your faith. And then God's going to use you to strengthen those that are in need there's a needy world out there, church. And God's going to strengthen us to use us to strengthen them. So what did Peter do? He learned his lesson because of this. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9, <laughs> the apostle Peter gives us the antidote to what to do when the enemy comes after us to sift us like wheat. He learned his lesson and he became a powerful man. He says this, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. And here's the answer. Whom resist. Resist him. That's the, again, that's that rugby league, soccer, and that, that um, perspective that coming, for the, coming for the ball. You're trying to score a try. He's trying to stop you. There's a resisting. You resist him. How? Look what it says. Steadfast in the... Faith, that faith that failed, he's saying now you resist him, you stay steadfast. You stay steadfast, you stay grounded, you continue, you be movable, don't move away from your faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished by your brethren in all the world. Be sober, settled, grounded, be vigilant, don't neglect your faith, be on the watch out, watch how you are, watch where you are with God. Resist him. There's too many Christians that assist him. There's too many Christians that assist the devil. He comes with one thought and we start going, yeah, 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 that's right. Or the, the enemy puts one problem and we go, oh, what's going to happen to me? It's all over. You're assisting him. Resist him in Jesus' name. Then he says, steadfast in the faith. The faith that he is trying to cause to fail in you, Listen to this. It's the same faith that you can use to cause his strategies to fail. The same faith that the enemy is trying to cause to fail in you 
is the same faith you can use to cause his strategies to fail. Push back. It's time to push back. I said it's time to push back. It's time to push back with your faith. It's time to push back. It's time to push through. It's time to say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying right here. My faith is going to get stronger and I'm going to get through this. So we've got to continue settled, grounded in the Word of God, in our confession, in our convictions, and in our belief that we have in God's truth. May God bless you this morning. Let's continue in faith today. Continue in His Word. Continue confessing the right things. Don't, don't, don't mess up your confession. This is more than ever you've got to decree things. More than ever you've got to establish things. Your words have power. Continue speaking the right words. Continue praying in the Holy Ghost. Continue praying in the Spirit. Continue believing God's truth. And we're going to get to that blessed hope. We're going to get through this stronger and better. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I declare that your faith is stronger today. I declare that your faith has been built up today. I declare that you are not going nowhere. I declare that you're not moving from your faith. I declare you're not going to stop believing in God. Your opinions are not going to change about God. Actually, your opinions are going to get stronger. Your opinions are going to go down deeper. And you're going to say, none of these things move this man right here. None of these things move my family. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. May God bless you. We're going to sing a chorus to the Lord. Then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do a final prayer. We're going to release you in Jesus' name. As we sing this chorus, meditate on this message. And just say this, Lord, I want to continue strong. I want to continue grounded. Settle me. Settle me down that I be not moved.